Welcome to the fucking show. You know, I just feel like white people are really misunderstood. They've got no, a lot of bad rap. No, no I, think, I, think we, I think we understand it pretty well at this point. Nobody asks, you know, what our problems are. That's always, what can we do for you? That error was really hard on my ancestors. You know what it's like to lose half your workforce <laughs> in one weekend? Oh, man. All right, guys, welcome to the Mail Boys Podcast. <laughs> did you start it? Oh, yeah, we're on a hot mic right now. Oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's good. When did you start it? Did you get my... Uh, it's been... I started it as white people were really misunderstood. No, that's good. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, they are, dude. Yeah, Whatever. We're, we're fucking done for. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know who else is done for? Fucking Duke's Mayo. Duke's Mayo. We're coming for <laughs> you, bitches. <laughs> we're coming for you're you. Not you're not misunderstood. You're fully understood as being a garbage fucking mayonnaise company, and you sell bad product, and you probably have killed a lot of people. Gave me diarrhea and cancer when yeah. I tried it last. I'm 100% certain that there is a possibility Duke's Mayo has killed someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Somebody at Duke's Mayo has definitely killed somebody. Yep. Somebody is probably... That worked for Duke's Mayo at one point has died. They, it's uh, definitely Duke's Mayo's fault. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, I will support the lawsuit. <laughs> so Clash act. Class sign up to lawsuit. whatever petition I need to to fucking end their careers. Whitehouse.gov. I fucking hate them so much. And I will never stop. Never like this stop. Is, I really hope that intern never gets a job there. No. I really hope he gets right up to the point where like his last day and... He's been, been banking on that health insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just they say, you know what? Right yeah, yep. 89 days. Cancer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not going to start off 2022 wishing cancer on people. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's he's probably a nice guy. He just he was clout chasing so hard. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Um, so, good, that's a good lead into this episode. Yeah. A rule about things that piss us off. <laughs> this is our complaints and grievances yeah. episode here. Yeah, this will be our yeah, this is our Karen podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's winter. We're grumpy. It's dark outside all the time. Yeah, we got a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah. Alright, guys. So we had an idea for the podcast today. Um we're gonna go through the main Sports, I guess, kind of the, the most popular ones. Yeah. And and talk about a bunch of shit we don't like about them. Yeah, what we will change. And then we're going to fix it. I don't know. If you all have been keeping up with the podcast, you know that unilaterally me and Schmoll fixed college football oh, already. Yeah, it's, it's a, now it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, so now we're ready to elevate to the next level, and we're mm-hmm. going to be changing everything. Yep. We yep. now control all of sports. Yeah, we decided to start our own governing body, um, also called Mayo Boys governing body yeah and all we're sports, still workshopping the title all professional sports leagues will answer to us and we only are us. autonomous we are tyrannical and we are right yeah we are petty yeah so <laughs> fucking deal with it <laughs> all right let's go ahead you want to start nba sure let's start NBA. nba basketball in general uh me or you first go for it all right here's the thing that angers me about the nba okay i wouldn't say it angers me but it kind of it gets a little annoying 
the whole idea of the jump ball, I understand because I like it a lot more than college basketball. Yeah, I like that you actually have to fight. For it's a, a, they actually jump for the ball afterwards. Yes. However, I don't like that a lot of times there's a jump ball between, like you know, uh, you know, like a six one guard, like a Damian Lillard versus. Um, you know, like a James Wiseman. Yeah, like you, you have a six one six. You already know. You already know what's about to happen. Almost seven foot James Wiseman. Like, why are we jumping for that? So, my I actually have two things to fix this. One is a lot more fun and will take a lot more time, but will be very entertaining to Excellent. watch. Excellent. We have all the time in the world. Exactly. And another one is a lot more simple. My first, I'll go with the simple one first. I say you get to nominate who jumps for the ball. Okay, I like that. I was thinking the same so, thing. You know, so if, if Damian Lillard ties up James Wiseman, like for my example. You you can put James Wiseman up there, but I'm gonna elect, um, you know who, whoever your center is, whoever whoever's gonna compete with James Wiseman. I'm not even familiar. with Even him. better, you should have each team should have like a designated jump ball person. Exactly. On yes. Team. Just even somebody that can come off the bench. Yeah. They like, <laughs> just gotta be warm the whole yeah, game, just in case they're over there riding the little yes. bike. We're just waiting for their shot to come in there yeah. and get a jump ball. Yeah, and yeah, literally, you have to keep them warm the whole time. Like you can pull them out of the locker room. It you would, can have a fan. That would literally. It would be the basketball version of having like a long snapper on your roster. Yeah, like or, this is the yeah. only thing he does. Exactly, or you have like a closer in baseball. Yeah, like it's like we need the ball. Get yeah. him in there. Yeah, he's gonna throw eight pitches. Yes, he's done. So that's that's mine for his. My second one, which would be a lot more entertaining, and we're throwing it back to blacktop days. Yeah. We're, we're going to shoot for it. Yeah. Yep. Shoot for it. Should we're going to shoot for it. There should be more shoot for yeah. it in professional yeah. basketball. Exactly. We're going to let the ball determine. So, but then it puts us at a point where it's like, you know, what if you're, what if Trey Young and Steph Curry are both shooting for the ball? Yeah. And they go 10 for 10. <laughs> they just keep they going. The crowd's just getting amped with yeah. each made shot. Yeah. It's beautiful. So, it's perfect. So exactly. It would be phenomenal because it would be fun to watch, but a game would Can you take... imagine like game seven of the NBA finals yeah. and the ball's out on somebody in like a yeah. tie game? There's one and... second left. Yeah. 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 And like Steph and LeBron are doing a shoot yeah. for it at the top of the key to see who gets it. I, I think it would be phenomenal. Electric. Yeah. Absolutely electric. And, and, and just being there alone, just like you. You can feel the tense building yeah. as like that they've already went three for three. Yep. Yeah, I think I think that I like would be that one. I think that's one my, of my I think, biggest. I think that's my favorite one right there. Yeah. Out of the two, that's that's a good one. Yes, I like that a lot. So, give me one you have for NBA. Okay, NBA or just this is for both of mine are kind of for basketball in general. Okay, so ban the charge. No more charges. Yeah, it is the this weakest. Is the weakest shit ever. It is. It's not defense. It's you don't deserve. Shit ever. You don't deserve to be rewarded for getting just sack tapped in the face. Yes, and I'm, I'm sorry, like, but like nobody, and it really only applies to basketball because nobody who, like, I'm not going to guard somebody, and somebody's running at me full speed. If I get hit, I'm not falling down like that. Right. Like I'm going to get nudged to the side, or I'm going to like stand stand my ground. Like yeah. I'm not just going to fall. If you're over. falling down like that, you're falling down pretty intentionally. Yes, absolutely. And it, it gets it kind of gets dangerous right. when an offensive player is leaping in the air and you're just falling underneath him. Coming them. down underneath him as yeah. he's going up for a dunk. Yeah, it's like you're about to get fucking your your the a size thirteen and possibly a dick and balls in your face yeah. as they're coming down. Jay Billis always makes a good point that they wouldn't call the charge as much, I think, if the charge call like that the officials do when it happens didn't look so cool, and that that's the one that they want to do the most. Yes, because like most calls, it's just like oh, like tapping your head, like oh, like shot clock violation. But like the charge, they get to like hop step. Oh, they get animated like, with it and like bow, yeah. going the other way. Especially in college basketball when they do it, and like and it pisses you off so much. when Yes, you see your team, you're like you. Yeah, well, you shit. know it's bad. Like when they're calling the charge, and you see the ref who's under the basket. 
is like he's running almost to the free throw line to make yeah. the charge call, and the crowd's going crazy. It's like a ref should never have that much TV time. Yeah, like, exactly. You should never anytime, be. You should never be a Hollywood ref. Anytime I like hear of one of my teams playing a game, and if I recognize any of the refs' names, I'm like, this is not going to be a fun. Oh, game absolutely. Game. I shouldn't know a refs. I name. shouldn't know who you are. No. Talking to you, Ted Valentine. Yeah, TV Teddy. TV Teddy. Doug Shouse. Doug Shouse, yeah. Those are the two. Or that that one dude from the North Carolina game where all the people from Kentucky called his roofing company and like, (laughs) (laughs) he owned them were like leaving shit reviews on their website. One star Yelp reviews. Yeah. (laughs) It cost us a final four. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All right. So, we're getting rid of. We didn't have to go through all that if you just banned the charge. Exactly. We're getting rid of the charge. Now, the only problem is. You would then have to redesign the blocking foul. Yeah. Because you can't just get rid of a charge and then allow an offensive player to just come Pull in with no ill ball. regard. Yeah. I feel like it's you can tell whenever the foul is on the offensive player. If they're yeah. bumbling in out of control, just steamrolling people in the lane, like, yeah, that's a charge. Like but if they're if they're driving down the lane and somebody slides over from a help side defense and just stands there yeah. and watches as they go up and try and get posterized. Yeah, well I have so okay, so I have I, I so I'm actually glad you brought that up cuz I have kind of a it was more of a complaint and not really anything I can do about it, but this actually so I have written down we can do something about it. Exactly. You you just did. So a blocking foul when they call, like, body contact. Like, if somebody goes up and they have their hand on the ball, like, yeah. they've pinned the shot against the basket, but they call body contact. Yeah. I think that should be thrown out, and that would eliminate the kind of charge thing because it would encourage you gotta go block people it. to go block that you shot. Gotta go play defense. Yeah, if, if they're not going to call body contact, not granted you can't tackle somebody. Right. Or, but if you get your hand on the ball and you pin that shit or you pitch it, as long as it's not, like, Arm wrist contact. If it's full, if it's full ball, I don't give a shit what happens. To it's your just body. more. It's just common sense, right? Exactly. Putting common sense back. Yeah. For if us. you're going up for a shot, I have the right to get to the ball, even if your body is in the way. Of it. Right. As long as I get to the ball. Now, if I don't get to the ball, that's absolutely a foul. Yeah. But if I get to the ball, I shouldn't matter. Like it should kind of be like the, um, like when there's a deflected pass in the NFL, I should be able to light you up, which yep. they do. It's the same concept. If I tip your shot, I should be able to level. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what happens afterwards. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because that that was one of mine. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and and do another one. Let's go ahead and get rid of the the defensive three second rule in the NBA. That's the that first is the thing dumbest shit I, ever. Wait, the, no, no, I disagree. I'm on the, the defensive others. one. Yeah. You want the offensive one gone, or, or I want the defensive one to stay. I want it to be gone, or I want it to be there for college basketball. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think it makes it so much better. Well, we're at an you impasse here because I th- I think if you want to stand in the middle of the key, you should just be able to do that. No. No, I think that's what makes the NBA more fun to watch than college basketball is the fact that it opens up the lane for players to drive. Okay, all right. So I, that's that's the reason why they do it. So you can't play like a two-three zone defense really in the NBA. Okay, like well, the way fair. it's meant to be played. I, I was going to say more in general, just get rid of them both. So if I mean, if they both just want to, because there, there there's nothing more annoying than like watching a college basketball game and there's some you're playing some like podunk school, but they have one dude on their team who's like seven foot two. Yeah, that's true. So they play a two-three zone and just have him stay. And in front of the rim for that, the yeah, entire okay. game. I get that then. So so just so put the defensive one into the in, into college basketball. Correct. I, I think that actually is probably around the corner. Yeah. If I had to guess, because the NCAA does adopt NBA rules, it just takes them like five years. Right. And you could also say for college basketball, they should widen the courts too, because the courts in the NBA are bigger. Yeah. Because they have the longer three point line. Yeah. They're I wider. Agree with that. Um, okay. 
So, do you have any more for NBA? I do not. All right, all I've I got, got one. I, I understand I understand this, and I'm not sure it should really change. This is me just complaining. The fact that an offensive team can, can call a timeout late in the game after a team has just scored – and now they're immediately at the half-court line. Yeah. I definitely get that. I understand it because it advances up the court. It allows for, you know, a last-second shot. Makes for more exciting finish. But that's why they, they did it. nothing to earn that field position. No, they did not. <laughs> like, no. They shouldn't just – it's like me calling a timeout in football, and I'm on the 10-yard line. Feels like you go to the 35. Yeah, after now. a sack, I was like, oh, timeout, and then I get 20 yards that's forward. That's true. Yeah. yeah it's like you've done it. nothing to earn that spot. You're, you're just – you just happen to get there by some rule. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, I, but I understand it. It does make the game more exciting. It gives both teams a chance. But it's kind of infuriating, especially when I'm playing 2K. And we're we're up by, like, two points with 1.5 seconds left. Like, and the team calls th- a timeout, and now they're automatically in three-point I range. just know this is going to end up in an open three somehow. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's awesome. like, I, I know somebody's going to get a shot here. So that, that that's more of just a grievance. The same. I probably that's wouldn't what, change that's it. That's what this episode is about, man. It's exactly. all about grievances. We're airing it out. We're just we're workshopping. We're grumpy. Everybody's grumpy now. It's the yeah, seasonal absolutely. depression. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What about the NFL? You want to go ahead and move on? Yes, we can go on and move on. Let's do that. So I'll let you kick off. Yeah, my first one for the NFL here. First of all, this goes into it. I have more to it, but no more ties. I don't care. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't that's like the ties. Dumbest shit ever. That's yeah. a given. But in after the first overtime where there would usually be a tie, my idea is that the NFL goes to penalty kicks with the twist that it's just like soccer. It has to be five different players on your team doing the kicking. So 35-yard field goals and five players, you can only use your kicker one time. Is this at the end of a tied overtime after, or is after, this at the end of regulation? At the end of a tied overtime. Okay, gotcha. After in the tire overtime, you, I don't know, you go to the penalty kicks. Yeah, so you got you got to have five players on your team that can make a thirty-five yard field goal. Yeah, or you can, or you can do like a like a five-person forty-yard dash off. Exactly. <laughs> like, just no, just mono mono. Like who's your fastest player against my fastest yeah. player doing a fifty-yard dash or something like yeah. that? Go get your boy. Yeah. Get... <laughs> oh man, no, I like. That would be cool. Um, watch, watch players do one-on-one football. It's literally just them like trying to get the ball into their end zone while yeah, the like, player tackles them. Right. Or it's just like the idea to me of watching like a fucking offensive lineman trying to kick a 35. That's I mean that's what I was hoping for. That's the ultimate goal. Can yeah. you imagine the chaos of like an offensive lineman nailing a 35-yard field goal to like send his team to the Super Bowl? All right. I, okay, I just thought of something. What if at the end of a tied overtime what you then have to do now is you have to take each team will get their shot, but you have to switch offense and defense. So like the defensive team has now become the offensive team and oh. then defense becomes offense. So then you, you have to, to fill 11 versus 11. Like you you have Tom Brady in as safety as linebacker <laughs> or safety or something. I feel like that would definitely way favor the defensive team because then it just comes down to a bout of athleticism. Absolutely. And then it's like – They just you, hand the yeah, ball off. And yeah, just you, have, in the you have offensive linemen trying to break through defensive linemen. Yeah. And then you have – you would have, what, running backs and wide receivers playing – You've got like a tight end. safeties and linebackers. And you have a linebacker playing running you got like back. like a tight end yeah. playing outside linebacker. You've got Von Miller at running back just oh, running God. the fuck over Yeah, people. that's true. Yeah. That, would, that probably wouldn't go well. No. I think that <laughs> – it would be fun to watch. That though. would be the defense winning. Every Tom Brady time. would just be standing on the sidelines, still in balance, like, but not no. in the place. Like I'm not fucking doing this no. at all. No, we're just gonna hope yeah. they miss. He's, the extra he's point. like, I'm 57 years old. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing this. 
So, let's see. What else did I have for football here? Um, this is, I think, goes for both footballs. I think a team should be able – you should be able to challenge a penalty once a game. I agree, yeah. Yeah, once a game. Like, yeah, get the judgment calls out of here. Fuck bull, that shit. Yeah, bullshit holding call that, like, puts your team out of field goal range yep. in the last second. Send it to the send it to the upstairs. Send yeah, the and then conference. the ref has to justify why he called it. Exactly. Like, he's, he's he has 30 seconds to explain why. You have somebody else that watches it and is like, nah, bro, you fucked up. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not a hold. Yeah, or it's like one of those where um, where you're watching – and then they go to uh, they go to Pereira in the booth, and he's talking about like, yeah, well, here's here's what the call should be, and then the call is not never what it is. I'm like, okay, well, clearly it's wrong because you just told me it's wrong. So why can't we have somebody? The fact that you're the rules expert, like, and you're only right about, in New York. Whatever, like you're only right about what they call half the time, and you're the rules expert. Maybe there should be different rules, right? Exactly. <laughs> if it's if there's this many judgment calls, we should maybe have a better rule. Yeah. What, it's what like, you, like yeah, like the tuck rule or the fucking yeah. The t- they just the tuck rule. The, rules, the tuck rule is wild to me because they just made that shit up on the fly. Oh yeah. Because they thought Tom Brady making it to the Super Bowl would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Because it was a cool story. Yeah, this is. I mean, that this is what this is what we're talking about, people. We gotta fix this shit. Yeah, I would love to be on that decision, like that conversation yeah. between the refs, like when they're like, "What the fuck do we do?" So, here? so I've got a good one. Um, and so with kickoffs, I know, I know we're trying to limit kickoffs. Because of the whole danger thing, which I get, but I've like I would like to add a twist that if, as a kicker, you kick the ball through the uprights, it should either be a point for your team or a point deduction for the opposing team. Okay, that would change a lot of like, oh, it's a it's a nine, it's a ten point game, something like that. Because then I feel like you would have less three possession games. Yeah, every game would come down to kind of like. You know, unless it's a blowout, every team's still got a chance. You, you know, say, it. say it's, you know, nine points and, you know, on the off chance, and then you kick it through the upright, and all of a sudden it's a one-possession right. game. Like, oh, shit, we're still in this. Or if you – yeah, you still kick the field goal, but maybe if you miss the field goal, then your team loses a point. Okay. So it encourages you more oh, to go God, for fourth down be, in that situation. Kickers' jobs are already so miserable. So <laughs> stressful. Yeah, I couldn't imagine like missing a field goal and all of a sudden you've just cost your team. So many kickers would die. Yeah. Like fans would be sending so many death threats to kickers. <laughs> and they already do. And it would just escalate so bad. But if you do it to Those where like if, if they kick it through the uprights and they get a point or they take a point away, I feel like that's less than you better not shank this 50 50- yeah, or else we're going to lose. Yeah, or else it's over. You're up by two points, and you're like going to kick a field goal to make it a five-point game or something like yeah, that. And your exactly. kicker misses it, and all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> you're out of the game. All of a sudden you lost. The other team runs the clock out. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I feel so bad for kickers. Um, I mean, it's stressful, yeah, but at the same time, if you're going to play football, that seems like it's the spot. Either be the kicker or be the backup quarterback. I was gonna say backup quarterback, yeah, for sure. That's a, the backup quarterback is an elite spot, but it really is because like you're making four or five million dollars a year, sometimes way more, depending on if you're on a veteran contract or not. And Ideally, then, you'd be third string. Yeah, but for most sure. teams don't carry a third quarterback. Yeah, third so, string. There's no risk of playing at yeah, all. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like you get paid to literally just watch film and do some practice reps, and then if by the chance you do get into the game. 
because of an injury or something, there's no pressure on you. Yeah. Because you're you weren't supposed to be there. Right. Like that. So it's just like go out there and have fun. Nobody, That's why yeah. Nick Foles is so fucking good. Exactly. Because he every does, time he comes in, he's like, "There's no pressure because I wasn't supposed to be here anyway." Yeah, he's like, "Whatever." And then he gets a Super Bowl MVP. And then somebody pays. I mean, he's the prototype. Absolutely. Also, yeah. Chase Daniel. I don't know if you've ever seen like his career. But right. he's, he's yeah. Once he started like two he's, NFL I think he games started ever. like two games and probably played in like ten over the course yeah. of like eight years or like a decade, and he made like thirty million dollars in his career. Yeah, that sounds about right. You can do a lot with thirty million dollars. Yeah, and oh, no man. risk of injury because they're not even allowed to hit you in practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm wearing a red shirt that says "Don't hit me." Yeah, <laughs> and I get I get free food. I get all the shit. I sounds get sounds like treatment. all the best. But you can tell people you're an NFL player. Yeah, yeah. If they win a Super Bowl, you get one. Exactly. You get a ring. You got a ring. Yep. Um, yeah, that's definitely the spot for sure. But to get back on topic, um, this stupid no fucking celebration rule. Yeah. Can we quit acting like these are robots? Yeah. Like, I'm so sick and tired of like... The NFL got have, a little bit better Have zero it. emotion. No taunting. Bullshit. I yeah. want to see all of it. I want to see Especially somebody's head get football. knocked off and then somebody celebrating. Like... Fucking sea walking on them, fucking you know, jumping through the like. I want to see it all. I want to see props. I want to see choreography. I want to see fireworks. Back. I want to see cheerleaders get involved. I want to see dude pulling a fucking flip phone out of the <laughs> out of the field goal post and calling his mom. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see dun- I want to see windmill dunks through the uprights. I want to see everything. Yeah, the NFL got a little bit better about it. College football, because you know who's the best at roasting people and celebrating is teens. That's why college football players need to be able to do this without being penalized. Absolutely. Because their taunts would be way better than Dude, the NFL yeah, players' fucking, taunts. Yeah, I mean, because half of it would be TikTok memes, shit that's viral, all shit I enjoy. Yeah. Like, it would be phenomenal. You know how demoralizing it is to get, like, ran through for a 75-yard touchdown and then watch him do a Fortnite dance and the yeah, end literally, on you? It would be <laughs> awful. Like, especially if you're up... And I don't even care if you're up by 50 and you get in the end zone, celebrate. Absolutely. Shit over shit all over that. Team. Punt that shit into the stands. Yes. There's plenty of balls. We'll be right. fine. Give these somebody gets a souvenir. Take your time getting off the field. You get entertainment. It's perfect. Make the refs tell you to get off the field. God. Never um, leave on your own will. All right, so I have an interesting one that I actually want to see come through. Okay. So this stupid rule about NFL teams, and really, it's it's with every sport that the worst team gets the first overall pick. I so I understand where this falls. A shitty team should get a better player to make them more competitive. That's fine. But of the ten shitty teams that it could be, take away the fact that the worst record gets it because then it's just tanking. We get shitty football. Also, every NFL team gets a primetime game. What if this team is in the middle of tanking yeah. and we get a 34 to nothing primetime game or we shit. get a 6 to 9 primetime game? Get the fuck out of here. What I propose is you take the bottom 10 teams that could get the number 1 pick depending on tank and you give it to them based on attendance record. Oh shit. So that would on the fans. Exactly. So this would discourage tanking. So, like, if you are if you know your team's going to lose, nobody wants to go see that. Yeah. But if you know your team's going to show up and possibly have a chance or they get the number one pick based off fan attendance, yeah. you'd be, it'd be very hard to see an empty stadium. And the ones that do don't deserve that fucking number one pick. Right. Like like That's the Jacksonvilles true. or the all that. Like, they're, they're still no. probably not going to get the number one pick. Exactly. Or the, or, or the Miamis. 
how I would imagine like the postseason or like the after draft press conference, like say like Jacksonville ended up getting like the number ten pick because they were last in attendance. Exactly. Yeah, they, they averaged two thousand fans a just game. in the fucking press conference, just like well, if our piece of shit fans yeah. would have came to the game, we could have had Trevor Lawrence, but now we're stuck with this defensive lineman. Exactly. It's like all you had to do was show up. Yeah. You Thanks. sons of you sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why we're moving to London. Make it attendance-based because it would discourage tanking. It would actually, like, a dedicated fan base would actually get a better team. I'm glad. And then if the attendance base is that bad, move the fucking team. Put them somewhere else. Put them somebody who would appreciate them. I'm glad that you brought this up because I told you before we started that I had my big draft theory. It's technically for the NBA draft, but it could be applied to all other sports. Okay, let's hear it. This is the theory for how I'm going to fix all these sports is that we're not going to have a draft anymore. No drafts. I already like it. We're not doing drafts. That just rewards, like you said, rewards the shittiest teams for being shitty most of the time. And they remain shitty and they keep having those top picks and they're still shit. So what you're going to do is based on the team's record, at the end of the year, you're going to allot them a certain amount of money. So, yes, the shit teams would still get a larger chunk of money in this draft pool, but then you take all of the players entering the draft and you just make them free agents. Will it, they can sign with whoever they want to. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, if you're a team like, say in the NBA, if you're a team like the Warriors and you need, like, somebody's coming out and you need, like, a good power forward to, like, finish, like, to be a championship team – and there's the guy who's going to be the number one pick as a power forward, but you're the best team in the league. You can still try and use all of your pool money to just throw at that one guy and not worry about any of the other players. Or you could take that money and buy or get a couple of like the later players who aren't going to like command as much money. So it's similar to like like an auction fantasy draft. Yeah. Okay. So you would give like whoever the worst team in the league is, you would say you get. $30 million to spend on your player, but the team who wins the championship say you get $10 million to spend on your players. I like this a lot. This is very interesting. Yeah. It could get extremely and so, and messy. That, and, and that gives but, you a uh, – that's good for the players too because you can make that decision for yourself. You can say, well, I can go I can go take this contract for $20 million to right, play for exactly, the worst team yeah. in the league, or I can take this $8 million contract and go play for the Warriors or the Bulls or whoever – so would you base it off the traditional rookie deal? What is it, like three years, I think, for a rookie deal? Or? Yeah. So so it would stay the same year length. Right. But then, okay, gotcha. But you would get – you could how much money you would get paid. Or, yeah, yeah. I Actually, I, I really like that. Yeah. That, that would make a lot of sense. You would have to get involved because that would end, like, the whole trading of draft picks. Like, now you're just trading players straight up for each other. Could you trade for more money? Like I'll give you this, that, yeah. I mean, if we I get twenty million dollars more for our player pool, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah, we're getting rid of drafts. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this could work in most other sports. This is how I mean. This is how it works in like I know the MLS has a draft, but they're like literally the only soccer league that does it that way. Yeah. Most of them are just like they get signed when they're sixteen, and you just grow up with that team. Yeah, like yeah, with all the development teams and stuff like right. that. Yeah. The MLS is so weird, yeah, because they base it off of like European style football. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's very, it's very cohesive with what they have going on, but it's fundamentally un-American, right? <laughs> it's and for soccer too. There's like soccer's a sport that's literally played all over the world. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't do that for football because we're like basically the only country that plays football at a high level. Right. Exactly. 
And also, it would be hard for football because there's not, you know, two rounds of draft picks. There's, what, seven? Yeah. Yeah, so – and then baseball, absolutely not because there's, like, what, 200 rounds of yeah. MLB drafting? Or just yeah. imagine if there was, like, a ter- or like a really good NFL team that had everything they needed but just, like, didn't have a quarterback. And they yeah. could be like, all right, we're going to throw our entire draft pool money at Trevor Lawrence and see, like, if, hey, you're the missing piece. Like, That's fair, yeah, because then, then it goes up to Trevor Lawrence. It's like, do you want to play for the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars for – Thirty million dollars a year, or, or do you do you want to give yourself a real fighting? Or do you want to, to go? Do you want to go step in for like Aaron Rodgers at the Packers for like eleven million a year? It's very interesting. It would uh, it would definitely it would expose like a lot of mediocre GMs and stuff like that. Yeah, because like, yeah. you wouldn't get stuck with like Anthony Davis playing on an ass New Orleans Pelicans team right. for seven years in yeah. his prime. Yeah, agreed. That's yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. I like that a lot. Instead, he could... Let's pitch it to uh, Adam Silver. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know how like, the most fun part of your job is when you get to get to the <laughs> We're going to get rid of that part. You're just yeah. going to be doing... Hear me sh- out. Yeah. I've got a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see your slender man ass on TV anyway. I wonder how many people we would have to go through to actually get Adam Silver to see that. I don't know. I, I mean, feel like... I'm sure he's one of our listeners. I mean... I mean, there's no way he's not. He seems like a mayo boy. I feel like we definitely have every commission on our list. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, they're always fishing for new ideas. And yeah. this, I mean, this is the best place to come. Go searching here. We see, we hear you, Gary Bettman. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. NHL. NHL. NHL I reference. Have nothing for this. So I've got. Go ahead and I'll piggyback. Okay, so I think the players should be allowed to hit each other with the sticks. I don't think yeah, slashing should be a weapon. You give them a weapon and they can't use it. Basically what I'm hearing is that hockey players are softer than lacrosse players Pretty because much, ho- yeah. lacrosse players can hit each other with the sticks. Yeah, they have, I'm just and, saying. And hockey players have more pads. I'm just Fucking saying. Hit them. Yeah. So we can start there. Um, we can start uh, Do you know like what the fuck is icing in hockey? I actually do know what icing is. That's when why, it's, why it's, is basically like, it's basically like a punt, okay. put it in perspective. Like if the offensive side – Say they're in like a power play, right. and the offensive side or who the, the defensive side only has four players, and offensive has five, and they just want to get the puck out of the zone. They just throw it all the way down, or they they hit it all the way down to the other end. Yeah. If it's picked up by a defensive player, I think outside of the goalie, it's considered icing, and then they get a face off in the own half. So basically, just they push it down there for a little bit, then they get it, and then it goes right back down to the other half okay. where they face off. So basically, it's basically like a punt, right? Pretty much. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't either. It's stupid. Yeah. I also don't think hockey should have offsides. Yeah, like it's I should true. be able to go where I want. Same thing with soccer too. Yeah, I know. I get the reasoning for it. I guess like you want to make sure like people aren't just like cherry picking basically like yeah. they do in basketball. But it's like okay, well, then send a defender back. Yeah, there. have it's a defender stay back there. Yeah, yeah. You got this whole field. I can't use it. It's, it's a strategy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. You mean to tell me that I was too good at running past this yeah. guy? <laughs> I was too fast. Yeah. yeah like sorry. Yeah. Just put the slowest motherfucker on your team right there in the middle of the defense, and just be like, "Oh, if he gets ran past, that's sorry. Like yep. you can't do that." Uh, yeah, it's, it's icing and all, icing no offsides. I also think that there should be no penalty for fighting. See, I have. I don't think you should have to sit in timeout for beating somebody's ass. It's true. I have a fighting rule though. Also, I think if you're the one who starts a fight and then you lose the fight, you're ejected from the game yeah, and suspended for ten games after. Yeah, that's a little excessive, but I feel like getting kicked out of the game is, like, that should be, like, your shame. Like, if you go after somebody and they whoop your ass, like, just go to the locker room, that's bud. You're, true, you're yeah. done. Hit the showers. Yep. I do like that. I also think that there should be more um, 
penalty shots. Yeah. In hockey and soccer, because to me, it's a very exciting thing to watch. Oh, for sure. And it never fucking happens. Like, the only time it happens is when I think an offensive player is on a fast break, and they, like... And it's, it's basically like the clear path thing. Yeah. Like if nobody's in front of them and they get tripped it's up. Their version, foul, it's like it's, their, their version of a free throw. Yeah, it's literally a free throw. But it's but it's like a 50-50 shot. Some stakes. goalies are phenomenal. Right. I think it should be more often. Like I, 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 I just think they should find a way to make penalty shots in hockey way more frequent. Yeah. Because I feel like they never happen. They're very Granted, exciting. I don't watch hockey, so I don't know how often they happen, but I feel like it's not a lot. Like a penalty shootout is awesome to watch. Yes, but they never fucking happen. They don't have them in the playoffs anymore, do they? Don't they just keep playing overtimes until... No clue. I know they I think they changed the hockey rules recently. They, they probably did. But, but I'm from Kentucky. I don't really watch hockey. It never gets cold enough here. Yeah. As it's like about to snow outside right now. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> Is there snow still on the ground yeah. from whenever it snowed? All right, so I, I've got one for soccer. I literally just thought of it in my head. Yeah. Unless you're still in hockey. No, that's all I had for hockey. Okay. Got one for soccer. I think other than the goalie, there should be one player also designated on the field that can use their hands. Yeah. On both sides. Does that like change? Is it like kind of like they have like the captain's armband? Like you have like yes. the, the hands guy? Or they just wear a different color jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So, but also the so each team has an opposing player that can use their hands, but that person isn't allowed to just freely run because the other player with the jersey that like that, that they can use their hands is allowed to rugby style them. So if that player is yes. running with the ball, like they can use it, they can throw it to a player with their feet, but they also have to be on the lookout for the other person who's coming to take their fucking head off. Yeah. Because so they better get rid of it quick. <laughs> and then it's also like you're gonna have two of like the biggest fucking dudes on the field yeah. just smashing into each other, but can also use their hands. Yeah. And they but but they can't use their hands in the box. It's, it's so they like, can only use it outside the box. Like they can't throw the ball into the goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice calm game of soccer going on and these two and fucking these two dudes. behemoths. <laughs> Or just run around and each other. That's genius. <laughs> All the other players would be just like watching what those guys were doing. They're trying to look at them. They're like, Dan, Dan, throw me the ball. And he's just like fist fighting the, yeah. the other Stiff guy. arming players. <laughs> and he just like chucks it into the goal with <laughs> From like 30 feet. Yeah. I, I think it would be so much fun. To I mean, it would be exciting. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be. Horrible, because then I mean, can you imagine how much player, how much money that player would make? Oh, for like, sure. Like, like if they were just the best, they would be the. And su- nobody could take them down. They would be the superstar of yeah. all superstars. <laughs> They're making like sixty million dollars like, a year. Yeah, like Ronaldo and Messi would be like out of here. That would be just <laughs> some big like six ten dude like. Like yeah. an ex-con, like yeah. he came out. He just like he's like nobody can take me down. He's like a, he's like an ex like defensive end that didn't make it in the NFL, <laughs> and he just goes to Europe to play for Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like what the Rock would have been exactly like, if he didn't make it. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Oh I, no, I, I think that, that I think we hilarious. need. I do think we need that. Yeah. That's awesome. A bunch of fucking Brock Lesnar's running around, <laughs> running around the soccer Spear, pitch, spearing people. Oh fuck! Okay. In the tightest uniforms. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move to the MLB. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and let you go if you've got something. Okay, I mean, most of like I think you said before, most of baseball stuff is like unwritten rules. Yeah, it's a and lot it's, of like it's real annoying. Don't do that. Stuff. Yeah, like maybe don't throw the ball at people because they celebrated hitting a home run. 
That seems, yeah. that seems like kind of a bitch move. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like every Marlins pitcher versus Ronald Acuna. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, why? I don't know who started that. Like, whatever. Whoever had their feelings hurt first in baseball history, that was just like from now on. It is. Whenever, such, somebody, like, whenever somebody disrespects you on a baseball field, we're going to hurl this ball at them. It is crazy because, like, it's a super, like, the players are super emotional about shit like that, but it's also still, like, the the America's man sport, yeah. so it's like, we're not going to talk about it, yeah. but you just shouldn't do it. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, when Tatis Jr., like, pimped that home run and all that shit, it's like, what, like, or because yeah. They were mad at him because they were up by, like, ten runs, yeah. and, and then he hit a grand slam. Like, what the fuck do you want him to do? You put in a fucking, what was it, an outfielder or, a, or a, like, a, like, like, a utility infielder You're to mad. pitch? What do you mean? You were mad because he swung on a 3-0 count? It's like, he's... He gets paid to hit. That's yes. what he does. You threw me a 75-mile-an-hour batting uh, batting practice fastball. I'm going to take that shit. Yeah, I hit it to the fucking moon. That's what I do. Yeah, this is a stats game. I need stats. Don't give me a chance to get stats. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Don't get mad when I go yard yes. off of your third baseman. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Also, this is just grievances against, like, boomer culture in baseball. Yeah. That's what it is. I feel it, like it's yeah. boomer culture. Exactly. And uh, so I... I have another thing kind of similar to hitting, and I think we're moving towards this anyway. I think every team, division, regardless, whatever, should have a DH. I'm tired of watching fucking pitchers go up yeah. there and just not do anything. That's true. It's it's terrible to watch. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to try, just don't even go. So just yeah. give me somebody who can actually fucking hit. Yeah. Make at a least, pitcher pitch to somebody who they actually have to pitch to. At least you or have... I think somebody has discussed before in the past, have a DH like the entire time that your starting pitcher remains in the game, and then when you take him out, that's when you lose the DH. Okay, yeah. So I then like you have to like pinch hit for the relievers if they yes, come up in the batting exactly. Order. That's what I'm saying. Like that's and, and that shouldn't be a thing. Like there shouldn't be two divisions in baseball that have two different rules. Yeah. Like it just it, it just isn't right. And 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 I guess it makes sense because whichever the home team is, they adopt that rule. But it's like fuck that. Like yeah. Like I don't want to see John Lester go up there and hit what if, the, and hit the fucking. What if they let players pinch hit twice in a game instead of once? That would be much better. Yeah. What if you could have like one dude on the bench who's just like, yeah, I'm going to be the pinch hitter yeah, for the I pitcher the every time. Yeah. 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 There'd be a lot less people in AAA. Right. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. So I yeah give every team a DH. It's just ridiculous. Um, I have a big one that has always been a grievance of mine that angers me solely and would have definitely helped out uh, Barry Bonds' career. Um, so the intentional walk, yeah, got to do something about it. It's, it's absolutely infuriating to watch like, you know, back in the day when Barry Bonds would come up every other at bat, he would put on first base. Like, what are we doing? Or like, you've got, you've got a guy on, uh, on, on, on second and, the game's in jeopardy, and then you walk Mike Trout. To set or, up a or double you walk, play. To set up a double play. Like, bullshit. Like, here's my thing with intentional walk. Take away intentional walk, and I know you're going to say, like, okay, well, they're just going to throw four straight balls that are a little bit quicker. Here's what we do. If you pitch to a batter and you throw four straight balls, that batter gets to go to second. Yeah, okay. Instead of I first. Like that. And then you move whoever he advances ahead of base. Right. So then... First base is not open, so there's no double play at that point. Yeah, I like that. I, so, I was thinking the same thing in my head when you started. Yes, I thought so that's where you were going with that's it. That's the thing. So that way you have to throw them at least one strike. Yeah. And if you don't throw them a strike, if you throw them four straight balls, 
that counts as an intentional walk. That person goes to second, and then you advance everybody else that would have, that would need to be advanced. I do like that, that idea. I, I think that needs to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm so tired of watching the best batters in baseball just get, get intentionally walked. walked, and then we get to watch a dude who's below the Mendoza line come up to try to save the game. You're like, right. I'm over that. Yeah. We like we came here to watch. We want to see people hit dingers, yeah. and you're taking the bat out of their yeah. hands I, in the most opportune yeah. moments. I didn't for pay seventeen dollars for this baseball ticket. You know how much so these what? chicken tenders cost? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> chicken tenders in this beer was twenty eight dollars. Exactly. Dude, when we went to Chicago to the Cubs game, like they were beers were like you can get a Bud Light. It was like twelve dollars. I was like, what? Is for, this? for like a sixteen ounce, yeah. yeah. For like a can, like a, one of those like tall boy cans. Well, that's when you. That's when you tuck a pint of Woodford in your in your underwear. Or yeah, I know. Something, yeah. Find a way to get it through. Like, yeah, it's, it's like and $60 also, at the concession yeah, stand as, every time you need something. As the Mayo Boys get governing body, we're going to ban any beer sold at an, at an arena, a facility, something that's over the price of $5. I'm sorry. Yeah. Beer is not expensive. Quit no. making it expensive. No, beer is $5. Yeah. That's what it is. If you're selling ribeye steaks, then charge me $30. Yeah. Yeah. Where's this? Or, or, or if you're if you're selling me a premium whiskey, then you can make it expensive. This, but don't charge me twelve. This is I argue that this is price gouging, and I'm pretty sure this is the Geneva Convention said that this was not allowed. Yeah, like, you you got us hostage in this arena. This is the only place where we can watch this game. Yeah. And now you're gonna charge us like three hundred percent markup on this beer? No. It's bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. Even at minor league games. Yeah. You're paying $10 for a beer to watch people who... I'm, I'm paying more for this beer than you're paying this player. Right. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, the, the brewery for this beer is literally right next yeah. door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't paying shipping costs yeah, for this Yeah, there's zero shipping costs. Yeah. They literally roll it over to you. <laughs> right. This is bullshit. Yeah. So, definitely get rid of that. Um, so, I've got... Oh, God. Excuse me. I've got one more for baseball. Okay. Very controversial, but I'm going to stand true to it. How controversial? Like, very. Canceled controversial? No, not like... that. Not that, but... We should go back to when it was only whites. <laughs> There's too much color in this leak. <laughs> no, not that controversial. I am... I'm strought by this. The MLB and baseball is a non-contact sport. Let these dudes... Do steroids. I'm trying to turn. Okay. Let them do steroids. <laughs> you're gonna get, like turn it into a context. I also fine with me. Yeah. But then don't let them do steroids. Do but, I feel like they should at least let baseball players do like hockey style fights. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, they kind of do with like when you charge the mound, you get what a one game. They all just like or something. Whenever like, baseball teams fight, they let the whole team comes out of the dugout and like four dudes just like press their chest up against each other. Right. For, like, None a of these minute. fucking dudes can fight. Have yeah. you seen Bryce Harper throw a punch? Yeah. It's it's, it's horrible. Trying like, to throw a helmet. And yeah. Right. He threw a punch and then missed again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Anyway, let them do steroids. Absolutely. The the number one viewership in MLB history, and I haven't checked the last few years, but I did a project on this actually in grad school. 1998-2001. The two biggest home run races, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and then Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds. Yeah. TV viewership for the MLB jumped up like 10% yeah. in those two years. I think I've even talked about this in the podcast at some yeah, point. This feels very so. reminiscent. But anyway, let these motherfuckers do steroids. Like... Let them do it healthily. There's enough sports science nowadays and enough the athletic so trainers and sports. But yeah, that, that would get rid of the designer steroids that haven't been tested. Right. Give them the shit we know about. Let them drink a lot of water, proper nutrition, do all that stuff. And honestly, just leave it up to them. You know, 
Uh, if everybody's doing it, it's not cheating. Exactly. Like a D Gordon or somebody who's a contact hitter isn't going to do it anyway. Right. But you know, you get Maybe a Schwarber. You get a Schwarber or a or a you know a whoever else. You know, you get. Can you imagine a fucking Joey Gallo on steroids? Oh, for God. the love of God, like just sending balls into. He'd orbit. be hitting fifty home runs a year, but they would average four hundred and fifty feet a, yeah. <laughs> like per hit. Like he's just hitting them out of. Just, just 100 percent no doubt. He's just hitting him out of Yankee Stadium, out of the back wall of the stadium <laughs> yeah. every time. He's just slamming him into the concession stand every single time. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Like, I mean, leave it optional. Clearly, don't I mean, make them. Do it, it, it's but, what everybody wants. Yeah. They can't deny it. I mean, if if, if you want to increase viewership, let people hit 75 home runs a, a, a year. Again. Absolutely. Like, that's that's why I started watching baseball. Right. Exactly. It hasn't happened since, and now it's boring. I had two posters on my wall. One was of Sammy Sosa, and one was of Mark McGuire. Exactly. The first, first time I watched baseball was whenever yeah. Sammy Sosa was hitting. That, I mean, that was back when Mark McGuire was literally like, "Yeah, I'm doing steroids." Yeah. Like, they found it in his locker. He's like, "I don't know. Some dude told me about this, this shit." The steroids. Yeah. Yeah. It's steroids. But yeah, they said MLB said it was cool. So yeah, that's what they said. But they didn't fine. say it was not cool. Yeah, and then they all of a sudden didn't say it was cool, and then he was like the the biggest. Evil in the league. He's like, what the, he's like, I figured you all knew. Like, my goddamn body is the size of a sequoia tree. Yeah, have you seen me? Yeah. Did you see me three years ago compared to now? <laughs> I put on 100 pounds Barry of muscle. Barry Bonds like, yeah, I've gone up 11 hat sizes. Yeah. He's like, I'm I've, I've went up 20 home runs and I've stolen 50 more bases. <laughs> what do you think? It's ain't natural. I've been skinny for 32 years. Like, look at my fucking head. Jacked. I had this helmet made. Yeah. <laughs> They don't even make this size in stores. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. All right. So that, that's all I've got for the MLB. Yeah, that's pretty, that's everything I got. See, I don't think I have any other things that we missed. Yeah, I don't really care about anything else. Yeah. Maybe. Let's see. I think the only one I had on here that I didn't talk about wasn't football. I said I think field goal should be worth more points at different distances. Yeah, I could see that. I uh, up until fifty, yeah. like. Because anything, because now, like, yeah, because now with kickers, even a forty-five is a chip shot. Yeah, like, I feel like you shouldn't get three points for kicking a seventeen-yard field goal. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the fact that it's worth the same as like a fifty-eight-yard field goal. Doesn't yeah, that is interesting because that would, I mean, that would force more people to go for it on fourth down. It would make defenses more valuable in the red zone for yeah, sure. But you could like say a team's driving down the field. If you get the ball down to like the ten-yard line, but you're trying to score a touchdown, but then you end up not being able to. You can bring the ball back out to like the 35 to kick a f- like a five point field goal, or bring the ball out to like to, if you want to kick a 60 yard field goal, it's worth five points. So if you're down, you can still Jesus Christ. have a chance. That that would that would drive up Justin Tucker's salary oh my God. by like 10 million a yeah, year he'd be the easily. Yeah, he would. He literally he'd making he'd be making Patrick Mahomes money. He's like, bro, point. all you gotta do is get me to like the forty-five, and like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, dropping thirty a game. He's like, I could probably make it from our own forty, but let's up, try to get a little closer. Up Jordan numbers. <laughs> God, yeah, I actually like that. I like that a lot. It makes it makes kickers right. more valuable. It makes defense more valuable. Yeah, it makes um, like keeping them completely out of scoring range. Yeah. way more valuable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I do like that. Because like if you don't get the ball down the field, like the offense can't like say, "Oh, we want to kick a three-point field goal from up there." It's like, no, you have to be actually past the like the line to be able to say you want to kick it from a certain spot. Yeah, it would change. It would also change that little uh, graphic when they show games. It's like target field goal range. Yeah. <laughs> like if you you put it at the fifty for for game winner yeah. versus yeah. Yeah, Justin Tucker this year is ninety-five percent on two pointers and. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and 48% on eight pointers. Yeah, he's 90% from the free throw line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our rules change I think and grievance I mean, we committee. We got out all of our frustrations on these sports, I think. Yeah, I'm a little less pent up and addressed. We fixed everything. Yeah. That's what, the, that's what people are saying. Yeah. I mean, just get used to it, folks. We're changing a lot of shit. There's going to be a lot of changes. There's going to be a lot of upset people. Um, I'm excited for when we blow up and this this resurfaces, all the comments we'll get of how stupid we are and how dumb these rules are. Or whenever this resurfaces in 20 years and like 90% of these changes have already been enacted. And then we're fortune tellers. And we're and fucking Nostradamus. See, at that point, I'm going to be trying to charge everybody I talk to. After we get canceled for all the other stuff that we said. Yeah. Then people will be like, but... They were they were right about the other stuff. Yeah, so they, <laughs> these guys, these little, guys got pretty good ideas. It's a, it's a little before the times, you know, but you yeah. know they, they had some good <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, the same way we view somebody from like 1975. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that guy's funny. I mean, he's a yeah. little. He had one good idea, but some of this other shit. He's extremely homophobic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I think that'll cap up our rules committee uh, meeting and. We'll be we'll be sending letters out and especially resumes at this point because I feel like we're just doing everyone's job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we deserve, definitely deserve a raise. Yeah, I, I'm de- yeah, I'm definitely tired of doing this for free. For whatever authority pays the top authority on sports, that we need to find out who that is. Yeah, who's in charge of sports in general? Who's the overseer? It sounds like it's us. The CEO of sports. CEO of sports. Sports ball. If nobody's going to claim it, we might as well. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, <laughs> sounds like there's a role that needs to be yeah. filled. It sounds like nobody called fives on that seat. Yep. Bam and Joe are your, your new, <laughs> new dual CEO sports. of sports. We are the king of sports. Yes. Kings. Kings. Kings plural. of yep. sport. It would be a plural thing. All right. Well, as always... Um, it's been nice talking to you guys, and fuck Duke's Mayo. Fuck Duke's Mayo. Middle fingers up till we die, and that's on my mama. Every day. Every day. Bye. All right, guys, peace.